0: Hello everyone and welcome to Patriot Underground. Today is November 19th, 2023. Thank you so much for joining me folks to discover the truth beneath the surface. As always, I really do appreciate everybody out there taking the time to listen. So I'm actually going to do a coffee chat today, but as you can see, I'm not really driving. I decided that I would try to do this stationary because I know that a lot of the time the, uh, the road noise and the cutting in and out when I'm driving can be really distracting, and, and I respect that. I, I think that folks probably understand at some level that my copy chats, you know, driving around is, is sort of what, well, it's the way that the whole concept started. You know, I drive around, and I just kind of collect my thoughts. This is the way it's always been for me, and long before I ever started a podcast, I would I would get in my car, and, you know, I it was just an escape for me. It still is. It's like my, my own private little transportable office, I guess you could say, you know, my thought office where I can just disconnect from everything and, um, you know, just have some alone time and have some peace really. And, uh, just like all of you guys, I mean, I have a busy life, my, uh, you know, my kids and my full-time job and all of my responsibilities, we all have them, you know? And (laughs) I never imagined when I started doing this podcast that I was gonna take on something that would gradually over time go from being, I guess what you might call an outlet or a hobby, or or, even though that's never what it felt like, but I guess sort of by definition in the beginning, that's what it was. I just never imagined that it would become what it is now um <laughs> even though it's not my my full-time job by any means i really you know i kind of almost treat it like it is because that's where so much of my focus and my consciousness is nowadays but yet still in all i have to contend with my full-time job and all the other responsibilities in life but the point is, is that i love just having these moments alone and it's been something that i've always cherished my entire life I, just, I guess i'm just sort of built that way i was raised as an only child and um i think that probably has something to do with it but i mean i've certainly i've spoken to a lot of folks out there who you know they're wired the same way i am and uh they they have they've had siblings and they grew up in an entirely different environment i guess some people are just built that way and I venture to say that uh, probably most of my audience can connect with that because most of the things that I talk about, much to my surprise, and it continues to amaze me, uh, reflects the experiences of so many of you. And uh, my goodness, what a gift. And so now when I have my alone time, I'd rather spend it with you, (laughs) quite frankly. uh, I can't always do it. And don't get me wrong. There are there are certain days when I drive around and I think about doing a coffee chat or I think about communicating with the audience, but I, I always listen to that internal voice. I always try to listen to what the Lord is prompting me to do. And to the very best of my ability, I try to align my will with his. And uh, it's not always easy because believe me when I tell you, there are a lot of days when, you know, I feel like all I want to do is communicate with the audience, but For whatever reason, the Lord just kind of prompts me in another direction. And uh, that's been an important part of my spiritual growth, too, is is listening to that and and being patient and allowing myself to have that time to rejuvenate and uh, to rest, to be at peace. But... What really brings me that sense of joy, that sense of fulfillment that's eluded me for my entire life is connecting with all of you and discovering that I had the ability to do that, that the Lord had given me the ability to do that. Well, I'm not really sure there are words for that. I'm not really sure there's an adequate way to convey what that feels like. After a lifetime of feeling just the opposite, you know? and as much as I've talked about the the isolating effect of this journey and what it's meant for all of us to to have to walk this solitary road for such a long time, and I know i've I've discussed this gosh there's there's probably no way to count how many times I've referenced this. And especially in the copy chats, but um, it just never ceases to amaze me yeah. the way that God builds and the way that he illuminates our path and the way that he provides confirmations that to most people out there to all these normies out there, they would just think, oh, that's just a coincidence or, oh, that's all in your head or they wouldn't attach any significance to what we know in essence, is God's stamp of approval on what we're doing. And I have to tell you that, you know, even at this stage, I mean, I've been doing this this work now for, well, it's been more than two and a half years. And, uh, I mean, other than my wife, who's on a need-to-know basis, obviously, uh, nobody else in my life knows And even now that I've put my face out there, I mean, I I recognize that, you know, there's a possibility that that could all change (laughs) at any moment, but, um, and I followed the Lord's prompting and, you know, I I guess that was the reason that I decided to do that. But, you know, even even at this late stage, so many people in my life, really all the people in my life that they, they still don't have any, any knowledge of this, and um, I don't know i I've kind of reflected on that a lot lately and thought about what that's gonna look like and when that's gonna happen, and I've always hoped and prayed that they would be after everything comes out, you know after the e b s and after the the justice and all of these. incredibly emotional shifts and cognitive shifts that we know are going to happen when this reversal event takes place. I've always imagined that that would be the moment that uh, I could explain all of this, you know, to my family and to my friends and, but, you know, the more time goes by, the more I realize that, of course, I have my family and. I love them. I love them deeply. Uh, But there's a connection that we share, that I share with all of you that really defines you as family, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, since the very beginning, I've been able to share the depths of my soul with all of you. And I'm not really sure where it all came from I mean, I, I am sure that it came from the Lord, but when I think back about, you know, these past few years or two and a half years and everything that has come out of me and everything that's been embraced by my audience, by all of you, I just don't really have words to describe the power of that and, and it really does make all of you family to me. And, and it really continues to move me to think about it. I just never imagined that life would take the turns that it did. I mean, none of us did, right? None of us would have had any way of knowing what this experience was going to be. And yet here we are, we find ourselves, yes, tired and battle fatigued and weary and having gone through an enormous amount of suffering and made an incredible amount of sacrifices in order to be here, in order to stand in who we really are. But there's just so much beauty And and so much peace amidst all of the chaos and all the fog of war, amidst all the unanswered questions and all the negativity that we've had to transcend. There's just so much beauty in it all. And I look out at the Patriot community. I, I look out at all of you, my audience. And I think to myself, of course, this is why all of you, all of us were chosen. Because look at the quality of these people, these people that have never even met me. And for quite some time, for most of my journey, had never even seen me. And yet I can share parts of myself with you that I could never share with anyone in my life. And not just share it but be loved for it. I've reflected on this before, but you know, it, it just it just gets me every single time. Had an incredible experience the other day. I don't know how many of you guys got a chance to uh, to tune in to see the uh, the envisioning live stream event that we did. A gene decode uh, graciously asked me to participate in, and what an honor! What an incredible honor! And thank you to those of you who who sent me kind words and kind messages after hearing my envisioning prayer. I have to say, folks, that. When Gene approached me to do this event, <laughs> I mean, I I was more concerned about the the technical aspect of it because I'm relatively new to doing live streams. And uh, you know, he set me up with uh, his team at Blessed for Service, and I just want to give a shout out to Janie. Janie been absolutely amazing, but you know, uh, she's the one who's been uh, help well who had been helping me uh, learn how to do the live streaming and um, there's a platform called Restream. I'm sure many of you guys probably know what that is. But, you know, a lot of this stuff from a technical uh, aspect or from a technical perspective is, uh, you know, the most challenging for me. But as far as the prayer, the envisioning prayer, I mean, that just, you know. I was just driving to work one day, and I, I just said a quick prayer to the Lord, to, you know, to give me the right words. And I hit the record button, and I, it just came out. And... Uh, A lot of people really resonated with it. But I'll tell you, being in the presence of so many great Patriots was truly incredible. I mean, I, most of these people, you know, I've never, I've never had an opportunity to speak with. And, you know, even at, at the live stream event, we didn't really have that much time to get to know one another. But just being in the presence of so many Warriors, is such an honor people like ricardo Bossi and james grunberg and christine northrup and dr lee merritt or patriot mike who you know shout out to your patriot mike as well he sent me a message on telegram actually just this morning uh, just amazes amazes me but you know the truth is is that I mean, these, these are individuals out there that, you know, all you guys know and people that you listen to and respect. And likewise for me, you know, that's, I think kind of the, the shocking part to me. Sometimes I have to pinch myself because I I find myself having conversations with people that I've looked up to for such a long time, people that I've been listening to. And I mean, even to this day, when I interview them, you guys can see now that I'm on camera. I mean, I, I, I take notes when they're talking, I, I, I'm a student of theirs you know and that's really kind of my attitude in general is that you know it, it doesn't matter you know, how big the show gets doesn't matter how long i've been doing situation updates and you know doing analysis and all of these things i mean I, I remain a student i know that and i think in so many ways that uh that acknowledgement that uh you know it's freeing you know and that i think in i think Back to my very first episode when I introduced myself to all of you and told you that, you know, the basics of who I was, you know, just a, an ordinary person just like all of you who, you know, who wants to share this experience, you know, knowledge, yes, truth, yes, but I think at an even deeper level, the heart, the soul. And that doesn't require intel, you know, doesn't require sources giving you information. It doesn't require any of that. And, you know, I've, I've discovered along the way that so many people, they resonate with me and my show because of that, because they recognize that I'm not like so many of the others out there in the sense that, you know, I don't have that type of information. I have a voice that that God blessed me with and an ability to analyze and connect the dots and I mean I always knew that I could do that but I just never imagined that I would be I mean I, I always knew that i I could analyze things and I can I could make connections but i I never I just never thought that that so many people having been told right up front that you know this is not Any kind of secret military intel, this is not the perspective of a person who has any more information than all of you. I mean, that so many of you would still want to listen and have known that about me right from the beginning. I mean, sure, once my my show started to get some traction and I started to show up on before it's news and this and that, you know, a lot of people who hadn't been acquainted with my show from the beginning you know, made certain assumptions and thought that I maybe perhaps was in that category of people. That's why I have continually reminded folks that that's, that's, that's not who I am. And that's not what this show is. And I think it's, I think it's that, that acknowledgement right from the very beginning that's kept me grounded in a way. And and um, keeps me humble, quite frankly, you know, because Sure, there's, there's the temptation when you start to get followers and you start to get people who really are anticipating your work and your analysis to, to get in your head about that and to think that you, you know, maybe that you've, that you've switched seats or something like that or you've been promoted to a different level, um, but that's, you know, that's all just basically an illusion. That's just ego. And sure, I mean, I'm human. I've had I've had to contend with some of that along the way, especially in the beginning, you know, when the show started to really take off. And I, you know, quite honestly, folks, I wasn't prepared for it. I, I didn't I wasn't expecting it at all. And. Uh, but the truth is, you know, it's the comments, it's the. The emails that I get from people. The love that people share with me that I mean that's what fuels my passion, folks. If you really want the truth, it's not the views. It's not the subscribers, it's not being on before it's news. I mean, all those things are nice. It's nice to get acknowledged. But success in that, you know, in that way, you know, if you use that barometer, that metric to measure everything, it's very fickle, you know, one minute. Everyone can be paying attention to you. And the next minute they've moved on to something else. And that's, that's never really been my modus operandi, you know, try to, to grab and hold everyone's attention and and, uh, make it about me. Even though sometimes I get criticized for that because I, I do these types of shows where I reveal what's in my heart. A lot of people think just the opposite, that it's just some guy who likes to hear himself talk and, (laughs) you know, and that's okay. I mean, I accept that. That's the other thing I've had to realize is that you know you, you have to come to accept a certain level of of criticism and misunderstanding and and trolling and all of these things. And it's been a process. You know, it's this was never something that I I set out to do. It was never a an office that I I ever thought that I was going to be in. So naturally, you know, you go through different phases. And but it's you. It's all of you. And that really is kind of the main focal point of my message this morning is that I think that's it's not just about my journey and my perspective that I'm sharing about my experiences. I think that's really in a larger sense is what the Great Awakening is all about. It's that human connection that all of us, our entire lives have felt. Has eluded us until now. Until we we come together and we found each other and we cherish each other and even though we're separated by miles and miles and miles and countries, I mean that's the other thing. I can't even I can't even process sometimes that I've got people who tune in from all over the world. I get messages all the time, you know, from people from Israel, people from Russia, people from all over Europe, Central and South America, I mean, everywhere that, that I, I just never imagined. But that's, you know, it's not because of me, it's because of this great awakens, this spirit, it's the energy that's shifting in this world and I think slowly humanity is is starting to reprioritize. We're starting to see things in an entirely different way and place value in each other. And in this cynical world, driven by greed and ego and materialism and so much of you know, what we recognize now is the cabal's mindset you know, that they've imposed upon us our entire lives. There's this gradual rejection of that. And that's really the thing. We all know that this entire process has been gradual. You know? it's, not, it's never been about flipping on a, a light switch or, or flipping off, however you want to say it. It's, it's not that simple. You know? And even though all of us, we have that impulse we just want to get it over with and we want to just get to the other side and you know we all feel like we've suffered enough and it's enough people have died and and believe me when i tell you i i can't argue with that you know i think about all the innocent people out there who have been victimized really by a war that they don't even understand. They don't even know that they're in. And yet, the flip side of that coin, of course, is that we all recognize that even amidst all of this chaos that's happening in the world, that I think most of you would agree with me that we'd be in an infinitely worse situation right now if certain decisions had been made before the appropriate time and I continue to I continue to believe that and I know that there are a lot of people you know even people out there who are big fans of my show and you know who agree with me on most things they they don't they may not agree with me and that's okay you know I accept that I don't I don't have any illusion that Every word or every thought or every point that I make is going to be uh, universally agreed upon or that everyone out there is going to resonate with every perspective I have. But when it comes to the overall trajectory of the war and the decisions, the difficult decisions that had to be made in order to spare as many lives as possible, I I believe and I, I trust in ultimately not just the white hats, but in God. And I have to come back to that too, because I've you know I've talked about this in the past, but I really do believe that this is a plan that's being carried out by men and women, by humanity. But it's not really our plan. It's always been God's plan. And if it's God's plan, then it's God's timing. And I think that a lot, of, a lot of us out there, the longer this goes on, I think the more, well, the easier it can be to forget that and to put ourselves in a position you know, of, of wanting to make judgments based upon, quite frankly, not having all the available information to be able to make the appropriate type of decision or judgment about the decisions that have had to be made. This is a process. The entire Great Awakening has been a process. But when you really think about it, when, and when it's all said and done, I happen to believe that's going to be, well, certainly this phase, I think, is going to be at some, some point in 2024. Not to suggest that it's all going to be done, but I mean, in terms of, A mass awakening let's just put it that way and when that happens like i've said you know the, that's when the real work begins but it's going to be in a, of an entirely different flavor and entirely different experiences awaiting over the horizon it's going to be difficult work but it's also going to be infinitely fulfilling and I think all of us are going to discover, I mean, I've been, I've been fortunate because of this podcast, I've, I've been introduced to my purpose. You know, the Lord is, has shown me you know, what he wants me to do. And the, But all of us, I think, including myself, I mean, once this reversal event happens and once this mass awakening finally occurs and we finally see justice and this inverted world set right again, There's going to be a sense of purpose for each and every one of us, I think, that we can't even anticipate at this point. I think we can sort of project into that not-too-distant future and see what it might look like. You know, you've heard a lot of people say, well, we're going to need you know, entirely new governments all the way from the local level up to the federal level, and we're going to need all the awakened people more or less to, to stand up. And uh, and to be the leaders in the wake of this event that's. We have these catchphrases, but, you know, how often do we really stop and and take a moment to wrap our brain around what they really mean? Like, you know, the enormity of what's coming is going to shock the world. And, And quite honestly, folks, I think that that is probably one of the biggest understatements I've ever heard shock is is only one small aspect of it yes i mean i guess in the grand scheme of things shock can involve so many other emotions and and manifestations but this entire world the consciousness of the of the, of the whole planet is never going to be the same and it's going to be our job collectively to to assist in healing everyone out there, you know, and providing an education and support and love and strength to people who are going to feel like they're in free fall, quite frankly. And I got to tell you, folks, in my own personal life, I know what that feels like. I do. I've never told a story, you know, about what happened to me when I was younger. And I'm not going to do it today, but, you know, there may come a point where I'll tell that story. But I know what it feels like to have the bottom just fall out. To wake up one day and not expect it. Your entire world is going to change and then in an instant, having your entire world feel like it's flipped upside down and nothing makes sense. And the only thing that you can feel is pain, raw pain. I lived with that for many, many, many years. And I think quite honestly, you know, I was talking a little bit before about how God shapes our lives and our paths. And, you know, I look back on that and I, my entire life, I I thought to myself, what could have possibly been the reason? Because I always had a a relationship with God. I always looked to God first to try to find meaning in my life. And I could never imagine why. I was on a, a certain path in my, you know, in my teen years. I felt like I was headed in a certain direction. I was very confident about where I was headed. and At that point in my life, at age 17, (laughs) strangely enough, everything felt a certain way. And then all of a sudden, I had an experience where, like I said, in an instant, nothing in my life seemed to make sense anymore. And I know now that the whole purpose of that was so that I could be here. So that I could know what that felt like and feels like. In my own life, in my own world, you know, not, not in a grand scale like we're about to experience. But, you know, folks, that's what this is going to come down to for each and every one of God's children out there. All these things are going to happen on the world stage, but the great awakening and the healing... And the real experiences exist within the heart and the mind and the soul of every person out there. And God isn't willing that he should lose one of his children. And I I do believe that he's gathered together, he's activated a spiritual army of his people who love him and who have always loved him. Talked about this before, and I usually get emotional when I do, but you know, to think about all of that struggle, and not just me, but all of us out there. I, I know that all of you listening to me, I mean, maybe you're, I'm sure your experiences were different, but I know that each and every one of us out there had to pay a significant price to get here, to be chosen. For so many years, I I felt like I was cursed, you know, I just I just couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out what God was doing. And if I'm being honest, you know, in that process, as you can imagine, I mean I was still growing up. I was you know, when this happened to me, I was I was still a kid. I had no ability to process it, that's the thing. You know, I, I didn't it was it was the enormity versus my inability to process it. And you know, that same principle is gonna be true for everyone out there in the world who isn't awake right now, who isn't at least somewhat prepared and somewhat you know, in the know about all of these things that are, are going to come out. But through all those years and through all that pain and all that struggle. God knew what I was going to do with it. And he knew ultimately I was never going to turn away from him. I was going to make mistakes. Believe me when I tell you folks. I made a lot of mistakes in my life. I'm not perfect. Not even close. I'm just as, as flawed of a vessel as any one of us. But through it all, all the winding paths that I had to, that I had to travel down, my, my spiritual compass never changed. I always look to the Lord to provide me peace and direction, to lead me, guide me, and direct me, to bless me with that discernment, to forgive me for the mistakes that I've made. And that's a big one, too, you know. Guilt is a guilt is a big one. And certainly we know that the enemy loves to use guilt against us. The experiences, the emotions that we have are just are natural. It's part of being human. And that's exactly what the devil tweaks and manipulates so that he can try to convince us to turn away from what we know to be true. And even though I may have dabbled along the way, you know, to try to maybe even at some point along the way in my journey, I thought perhaps that might have been easier. Not not doing anything bad or evil consciously, but, you know, just getting tired of that weight, feeling like, you know, I wish I could just drop it and forget about all of it i just be like everyone else around me, at least what I perceived to be a level of happiness and contentment in them that I just couldn't feel. But it was, it was all for a reason. The Lord never wanted me or you or any one of us out there to find contentment in a broken, evil world. That's not the reason that we were created. Or as Jim Caviezel said, you know, we weren't born to fit in. We were born to stand out. And yet before, you know, this election was stolen and before COVID and before all of these things happened, I don't think any of us ever imagined that that sense of purpose would emerge in our lives that would make so many things about our past make sense. To realize that we're on a journey and we're not alone. We're together. And that we're building something. We're pioneering something that's unprecedented in human history. I mean, I I can't think of a higher honor. And it all comes back. It all comes to that. To that. That basic focal point, as far as I'm concerned, and that's the connection that we feel. This journey really is just beginning, folks. Even though it feels like we're we're just exhausted and we just can't, some days we feel like we just can't take it anymore and We've just had it. We just throw up our hands and we yell and we scream. And if you want the truth, I mean, I've had plenty of moments along the way of this journey, just bringing that all to God and yelling and, and expressing my rage and my anger and my fear and my doubt. You know, some people might look at that and, you know, they might judge that as a lack of faith. You know, that's not how I, that's not how I define it. I know that ultimately, that faith is the antithesis of fear. It's the answer to fear. It's the antidote. But I've never been under any illusions in my life that I was ever going to get to a point where that just that stuff just went away and all that those negative emotions and all those aspects of being human. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. I give it to God. Because I don't believe that God expects any one of us to be perfect, expects any one of us to not have these feelings, expects any one of us to not be afraid at certain points. That's what this is all about. It's it's not about trying to act as if and to deny these aspects of ourselves, but rather... And make choices in light of them. And my choice is to give that to God, to bring it to God. When I'm angry, when I'm when I'm angry with God, I tell him. When I have to yell at God, I yell at Him. In the same way that when I'm just completely overwhelmed with joy and gratitude, I give that to Him as well. And I, I sing His praises. I mean, to me it's it's all about that relationship. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that God loves us and he's forgiving. He's gracious. He's just. He's long suffering like all of us. Our character mirrors his. We were created in his image. And so therefore he understands us completely and i think what he ultimately wants for us to do is to trust him is to believe in him is to bring everything that we are everything that's inside of us the good the bad and the ugly and give it to him and i just marvel at the way that he he manifests the way that he provides us confirmations the way that he delivers people into our lives that, at exactly the right time for all the right reasons to enrich our experience on this journey. And that, to me, has just been such a an overflowing cup of gratitude for me is just not feeling alone anymore and feeling a sense of fellowship and connection that I've never felt in my whole life. I'm sitting here, and I'm looking out at this beautiful lake, sun glimmering like diamonds. The beauty of this world. And I think about how much beauty we're about to bring into it, how much harmony and human connection and love we're about to usher into this world. And we we actively are right now. And we come together when you listen, when you resonate. We have these events like the one that Gene put together. It truly does raise the resonant frequency of this planet. It's God's plan with god all things are possible i love each and every one of you guys i'm going to end this now but uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed this copy chat i certainly did this was uh, a really good one for me it's just so beautiful out here let's see if i can turn my camera around so you guys can see actually i don't know if i can forgive me but uh you know guys all of you are incredible You've changed my life, continue to change my life and give it purpose and meaning. And um, there's not a single day that goes by that I don't thank God for that. And there's really not a single moment that I'm not consciously aware of how incredible this experience has been. And it's it's because all of you have decided to tune in to listen. That's why I always thank each and every one of you for listening, for taking the time. It's made all the difference. All right, guys, I'll be back soon. I'm going to be on uh, Mel Carmine's podcast tomorrow. And um, I think after that, I'm going to probably take a little break for Thanksgiving. So hopefully uh, each and every one of you guys out there have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, think about that gratitude, you know, reflect on that. And I know it's going to be difficult, you know, being with our families and being with all the normies. And there's always a. uh, Gosh, that's that's a a whole separate podcast that I could do and I've done in the past, certainly you know, about getting together with family. But. Love your family, love the normies, love the people out there who still haven't gotten it yet. As difficult as as that may be. I mean, I know that we all love them, but, you know, really love them. and and try to really be patient and understanding because ultimately that's that's going to be our role moving forward. But also, focus on us. Focus on our family. Focus on everything that we've created and the gratitude that you have for the connection that we share because I certainly will. All right. Bye, everybody. I'll be back soon. Patriot out.